Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 41 Boss It's a strange, stormy night in Burbank and we are deep, deep in the parking garage of the Burbank 16 for another edition of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster. With me as always is Brother Bishki. Hello. Brother Lucas. Good evening. Lodge Mistress Millie. And for the first time a special, very special guest, excruciatingly special, a brother David. Woo! Hello. What's up, dude? Uh, what is up is that the only thing I find more frightening than a scary movie is the sound of my own recorded voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it sounds beautiful tonight. It is resonating perfectly in this uh, parking garage. Thank you. I'll and, keep it dulcet. <laughs> and we are in for a treat. Uh, it is the highly anticipated, highly hyped us from the mind of Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh. Not them. But us. Us. We take the temperature a lot on this podcast. If there is a filmmaker of particular hype or general cinematic interest. A little thermometer pry. <laughs> we do. We probe. We probe just a little bit. What's my, the temperature? My temperature is very high. Oh. Um, Smoking. I am very excited. I get out, and if you could use a sound effect, is, in my estimation, a four-bone film. Mm. Oh! Wow. I remember seeing it in Glendale, and mm-hmm. then I can't remember. Lucas leaned over to me. He's like, "I think that was like two bones." That was early oh, on in oh, Lucas. Yeah. He's and, calling and, Lucas yeah, out. Yeah. No, no, it's all accurate. It's all true. Yes. Okay. And so I don't know what what's what is your temperature, Lucas? Yeah, no, it's that. It, I I felt I felt like Get Out oddly lacked surprise or tension. Like I kind of knew what it was going in somehow. Mm. And so it was well made. It was a smart idea, and it was well executed for sure. It was. It was Definitely technically well made. I'd have to make it like two and a half now if I said it was two then. I You're think chubbing I was, it up. I was a little I was a little crestfallen. But but no, I love Jordan Peele and what, what he did with his show. And because, uh, yeah, like I'm trying to categorize Get Out. Like it's, it's not really like a horror film. It's more like a psychodrama with like surreal elements. So what do you think the expectations are? Like, like, do you think... This I'm excited for mainly because, I, as far as I know, we shot on location in Santa Cruz where oh, I spent a, a, well, there a, you a go. portion of my formative childhood years. And I actually worked part-time at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk selling oh, nice. concessions. So you're going to be flipping out. So yeah, so like when I saw that in the trailer, I really perked up and was like, wow, he's making like obviously a weird movie set in a weird town, and Santa Cruz's motto is keep it weird, or keep Santa Cruz weird, <laughs> I think, 
is its motto. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like I, right. I have high hopes tonight. Lodge Mistress, what's your what's your peel persuasion? Well, when I saw Get Out, it was with my ladies, and I had such a great hey. night, and it was so much fun. And so, and I loved. I thought Get Out was really great. And I'm really, I, I like him because I feel like it's like horror was something when they actually worked on the script. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like he will have worked on the script. And I like it when you do that with horror because, as you know, I'm a big horror fan. But I will tell you this not, the, the premise does not scare me. Like the idea of meeting myself, I, I do not find Because you're a delightful person. I'm so delightful. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, no, but we'll see what happens. I, I feel like the t- my temperature is like super excited for Jordan and a good horror script, but I also the, the horror element as it's very personal for everyone, mm. real low. Good point. Going in. Okay, brother David, you've you've soaked in all of this all of this nonsense. What what are your feelings on this? Uh, I will tell you a story. It's oh, not a story. I, I, sorry, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm overhyping what's about to come out of my mouth. I love the it. way this film has been overhyped. No, so my, I really I adore Get Out. I saw it, loved it. Then I did like the whole hype boomerang uh, of having a mm. falsified reactionary response to it, and mm-hmm. then I saw it again. And I was like, no, that was stupid. This is clearly great. Um, my uh, my temperature reading on this film marks a similar trajectory. Initially, hi, didn't even know it was coming out. Saw yes. the trailer in a theater, super excited. Then it was tempered a bit by uh, the response of someone who I know just saw it uh, uh, last week. Mm. And uh, now that I'm on the precipice of the AMC Burbank 16, I can <laughs> barely stay inside Prime. my coral-colored sweater. I just I feel like I'm just bursting out of my my clothes and flesh with excitement for this film. AMC Prime Prime Time. Yes, and yes, you're seeing it in the best that Ooh, Burbank like has it. to offer. Oh, this is a, this electric. Is a, this is yeah. a membership uh, membership terminology joke. I get, okay, that's good. Top no, yeah, tier. Well, the, the theater is like it's the AMC Prime Theater. Okay. And it's leathers, the best leather seats, the best projection. It's going to be a packed house. It's like the perfect way to see it. And you're okay. surrounded by people that are on the A list, so we'll take care of you. We'll yes. take great yeah. care of you. Wonderful. Well, I want to see. If from the mind of Jordan Peele is uh, is a rushed term, because I always get I always get a little worried when like from the mind of M Night Shyamalan starts showing up, mm. it's like they're selling people on the director too much, and it can the pressure can be too much sometimes. Right, that's true. People so, have high expectations usually. We, we, we will see. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to prime it with y'all. Uh, I think we should just uh, head in and let it roll. I got five on it. I might not be the right one. It might not be the right time. But there's something about us I've got to do. Some kind of secret I will share with you. I need you more than anything in my life I want you more than anything in my life I'll miss you more than anyone in my life I love you more than anyone in my life We had five on it Messing with that indoor weed. We had five on it. We are back. Um, I think I think we got a lot to say. Yep. So <laughs> before we dive in, Brother Bishki, 
You got that schnapps. <laughs> from a rotten tomatoes, haunted by an unexplainable and unresolved trauma from her past and compounded by a string of eerie coincidences, Adelaide feels her paranoia elevate to high alert as she grows increasingly certain that something bad is going to befall her family. After spending a tense beach day with her friends, the Tylers, <laughs> Emmy winner Elizabeth Moss, Tim Heidecker, Kelly Sheldon, and Noelle Sheldon, Adelaide and her family return to their vacation home. When darkness falls, the Wilsons discover the silhouette of four figures holding hands as they stand in the driveway. This is some schnapps. Uh, yeah, it's still got one more sentence. Us, <laughs> us pits an endearing American family against a terrifying and uncanny opponent. Doppelgangers of themselves. Okay, well, here we are. We are now on the other side of this. I mean, I, I feel like anybody listening to this will see this movie, so we don't need to go, we don't need to go through the plot with a fine-tooth comb. Yeah. I think to be, this movie was so hyped, you gotta just see it to know what people are talking about. So, uh, go see it. Uh, that said, we start in 1986. And there's a similar similar beginning to Climax that we just saw with a TV and videotapes on either side of it that are ostensibly, you know... Cluing us into the time and place. Cluing us into the time and place and also the director's inspirations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Interesting, yeah. So you do the math. There's Chud. I there's, saw that. There's Goonies. Saw that. There's... I think there's Nightmare you, on Elm Street. You guys clocked the right stuff? Yeah. And the right stuff. Yes. The right stuff. Double VHS. The fuck was... So we begin with a commercial setting up Hands Across America, which is kind of now an obscure... But always fascinating. But always fascinating. Thing from the 80s. Humanity stunt from the 80s where everybody was holding hands across America. That wouldn't work nowadays. There'd be too many crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that stunt underwritten by Coca-Cola? I, I, Wasn't that an entirely corporatist public event? I think event? so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was un- underneath all of the uh, yeah. supposed goodwill they were trying Sounds to about right. buy, <laughs> get you to buy your partner a Coke or something. We see uh, the main character as a young girl uh, kind of have this traumatic, vague traumatic experience uh, Lucas, were you transported back to your Santa Cruz days? What, what were you feeling? Yeah, you know what's interesting? I, I meant to mention this on the intro. I, I primed myself for this by watching Joel Schumacher's The Lost Boys recently. You don't have also, to call it Joel Schumacher's which, The Lost Boys. Which, you can leave him out of There's it. a lot of talent. Which uh, was also <laughs> shot on location in Santa Cruz at the boardwalk. And, and both films opened uh, at night. In, in the boardwalk. Well, and didn't they mention they're filming? They're like they're filming something by the carousel. I think they're oh, filming Lost Boys. They want to be yeah. talking right. about Lost Boys. I didn't catch that. And I was half right. expecting I remember, to hear I remember like, that now. But yeah, it definitely... Yeah. Was and off- action. It was definitely authentic. Like, they're definitely shooting the real place. And they whatever they added, like the whack-a-mole and the, the mirror, magic mirror, like it all felt right. Like, it all felt continuitous within the... the you know, pre-existing the Santa park. Cruz lifestyle vibe, Boy right, rock. right, and like the guy holding Jeremiah eleven eleven, which I didn't know, I couldn't reference mentally. So He's I, got it. I've oh. got it. Okay, uh, brother Nate texted this. There's to a us. there's a there's a homeless man holding a sign that says Jeremiah eleven eleven. You know that he's homeless. I don't. I was making, I was making assumptions, and I'm sorry. Thanks for calling me. From on the that. King James, Jeremiah eleven eleven. Therefore, thus saith the Lord: Behold, I will bring evil upon them which they shall not be able to escape, 
and though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. Some All right, old, ominous. Old, that's some Old I'm, Testament. I'm sorry, we actually missed a crucial uh, detail, which is the very opening title kind of threw me for a loop because it was like there are underground caves all over the world oh, yeah. and it's like wait yeah. what like yes. well huh? and, yes. and then i saw and then it keeps going and it's like these caves were used for and it's like wait a second is this like a wikipedia wormhole like what are we <laughs> what are we here for well then i saw the chud tape and i'm like oh chud yeah <laughs> yeah cannibalistic humanoid underground but you dwellers. don't but you don't ever really yeah like allude to it in the film except towards the end but like yeah i don't know i felt like that was a completely underutilized like setup like there's a few of those in my and, humble and the, in the lost boys mm. they had a cave it was like there you like actually in a cave you know uh i heard a, a signature lodge mistress frustrated exhale from the back what's going on back there no, I mean, listen, I could have left this movie like four minutes in, Whoa. three minutes in. Whoa. I just thought it wow. was so boring. Whoa, you That's were, you were so hot to trot beforehand. God, and... I was bored out of my mind. Whoa, that is anger. That is anger. Well, I, I, I have to admit, towards, towards the end, towards the, the back half, I really had to stay focused. Like, it, it definitely, like, I was losing steam. Well, let's, let's, let's get there. So... Uh, I said we weren't going to belabor this plot, but there are certain points where, I don't know, there, there, there are points we need to talk about. So I think the open reminded me of the new Halloween, where there's this big setup, big setup, ominous setup, and then kind of a fizzle before you go to the title, yeah. which is dangerous mm-hmm. with this kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree. When expectations are so high... Yeah. You 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 gotta give them. You gotta give us. You a gotta pu- goose them. You gotta goose us before you go to that title. I feel. Yes, Otherwise, especially when you're setting it up with like major dread. Like the parents are paying attention. Major it's like, dread. It's like oh, this is going like zero to crazy real quick, and then it doesn't. You're right. It just abruptly and it's like starts. We're in this for a marathon. Now we'll look at some rabbits for you know a couple minutes. I don't know. And I, I, and I, I was a little worried about And I feel maybe it. dramatically I would have revealed the information or exposition differently in the sense that like why don't yeah. we why don't we open with the family getting ready for their trip and then the wife is trying to talk the husband out of it at the last minute and he's like, Why, honey? Like, I don't understand. And she tells him the story and then we Much kinda more yes, and then we kinda flash yeah, back yeah. and Much see it. Because what threw Correct. me was when was when we cut to the present and then it cuts back to the past. And I'm like, yes. wait I'm like, wait a second, like we're flashing back to mm-hmm. that now and, and I'm like, Okay, that was her and I'm thinking like, Ooh, this is this is some clunky, you know, exposition that you're not really uh, giving us like you're not dramatizing it like yes, well enough. It was not scary at the top. And then we have to wait for a long time in the present before it gets scary. It was like, I don't know. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of just kind of creepy stuff, but it wasn't. It's, it's it wasn't creepy. And, creep on it. And, <laughs> and you're leaning on just kind of a creep factor because you don't know what's going on for a long time. But us having seen the trailer as many times as we did, we yeah. know exactly what's going on. We know on. every so, beat that's going to be coming up. So yeah. the, the the intro might play better like 20 years from now when someone's yeah, just like, what's true. us? You know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I, it looks like she's encountered someone similar to herself, but I can't be sure. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's like, get on with it. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, I I really like the the the, the 
brother Justin the four bone uh, train analogy. Like we all have four bones at the start of the film. <laughs> we all leave the station with the same amount of cars. Oh yeah. And where like the last of my car is like kind of untethered mm. was nice. was when I realized like oh this is a home invasion movie. Like yes. that's all it is. Like. Uh, and I don't know what I was expecting, but once my body and my brain realized like oh no it's in a home invasion movie more or less. I was kind of not in. I kind of just like tuned out. Now, like, br- now, but, brother David, are you riding this train, or are you are you diverting from this? I wanna I wanna bring you along here. I I noticed that you've noticed my editorial <laughs> silence. Yes. And how cannily I've withheld my opinion <laughs> to hold everyone in suspense. Oh, we're we're on pins and needles, man. Um, uh, I have a okay. So I, I you know I've never been on the program before. Yes. It's a four bone scale. Well, we're not. We're not, we don't do bones yet. You we do bones at the end. We do bones at the end. Yeah. Okay. You get a little soapbox at the end. I see. Right now, we're just creeping through the movie a little bit. Well, speaking of creeping through, <laughs> am I alone? Did did no one go for the teaser? No one went for the teaser. Mm. No. I was no? with it Nobody? until until the end of the teaser. I, where will... I was like, mm. okay. See, man, it, that teaser had me mm. telling you I like it. The, wow. the the lighting in the teaser is more frightening than the rest of the movie combined right um i agree that it fizzles but it really it it really it had me eating out of the palm of jordan mm. peele's hand um uh yeah it 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 fizzles i didn't have a problem with it fizzling uh i'm i, I was still willing to give it the benefit of the doubt as soon as the home invasion um <laughs> portion of the movie begins. As soon as it became Desperate Hours. Oh, boy. Did you have any flashbacks during the intro of our experience at the Mall of America House of Mirrors? Yes, I did. Yeah. I did, Matthew. I I declined to lean over and... When (laughs) she bonks herself on the mirror, I was very tempted to say, been there. Um, But... uh, (laughs) When she saw that exit, I'm like, "Mm, don't mm, don't don't fall fall for it. it. Don't Don't fall for it. Oh, rookie mistake, kid. (laughs) Okay. Now, I have a question yeah. also. When you say that she experiences a traumatic event early on, do you mean when she sees her double or when she's made to wear a Michael Jackson shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I know. The That's Michael Jackson me. shirt does add a layer. Oh, it does. Especially towards the end. I like it. God, it, I add, it adds a whole Before layer the of, of the shadow side of Yes. VD. Yeah. Yes. Uh, lots of shadows. Yeah. Okay, so then we get to we get to meet the family, and this is the section of the movie where they need to be doing so much work that I feel like they weren't really doing. You meet the husband, and he's kind of comic relief, which is cool and part of uh, Jordan Peele's brand at this point. You know, keep it mm. keep keep a funny guy in there to to have us laughing even while the dread is creeping in. Mm-hmm. But. Something about the family dynamic just felt stilted to me. Yes. And and especially when they go to the beach to meet with their friends, I'm like, this should all be developing character. And it's just kind of like stilted platitudes. Core, core problem of the movie. What is What makes Get Out so incredibly strong is that all of the horror is rooted in extremely well-defined relationships. Yes. That you get every dynamic from moment one of each interaction between each set of characters. You need it. Yeah. There's nothing of the sort here. Like, you, you really need that central character to be well-defined so that you know how that she plays off of everyone else so that when you have the argument about do we go to the beach or not there's anything (laughs) 
resting on it. Yes. What do we um, know about her? Something bad happened at the beach. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's very yeah. generic. That's yeah. it. Very generic. Yeah, I mean, contrast that. Contrast that in every way with the protagonist, uh, like, telling his own backstory in Get Out, which is a compelling story to begin with. It's nestled in a way that makes the exposition active because he's, you know, he's in the clutches of the Catherine Keener character. And on top of that, it's just, well, I thought I had a third point, but I I, I, (laughs) don't. I I would Um, feel much more comfortable if this movie came before Get Out. Yeah, me too. Doesn't it feel like the first feature? Yeah, Yeah. you know, I thought that too because it is so low budget. I was like, wow, they they really had no problem shooting this because it is relatively... It feels smaller. It feels super small. Even though it is technically bigger, I guess. And, And like a real tour de force performance from Lupita Nyong'o like playing dual roles because she really was just like dialed in and yeah, like I committed. Felt be- I kind of felt bad for all the actors because they, they were really giving it their all. High energy, yeah. It but was if we a, don't know anything of... about them, it doesn't matter. No. Right, yeah. right. Like, I was just like, the material is not living up to the, no. their efforts. <laughs> okay, so the trailers have shown everything leading up basically to this home invasion turn where... I, I thought the section where, like, if we hadn't, if we weren't so well versed in the trailer, the section where they're just standing at the end of the driveway would be very creepy, creepier than it was. I thought it still worked, but once we settle into this kind of situation where each family member's got a doppelganger that they're to face off against, what I kept thinking in my mind was because there's so little character development. And because it doesn't even really seem to be concerned with scares, no, it becomes an action movie. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going to do that, if you're going to have an action movie, it's got to be completely visually inventive. And that's where I also feel like it let us down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because if we're having these action set pieces... You gotta, you gotta build them up and pay them off with more relish than what's happening. It's, it, it just seemed very straightforward. And it's not only that, but it's also like the bigger issue is like Jordan Peele paints himself into a corner where it's like you, you're wondering for so long who these doppelgangers are, or why they are, right. and and he does explain it, but it's like again, At the very end. but again, yeah. it's like so like heavily, just heavy, heavy dialogue, exposition, exposition, like no dramatization. And it's still weird. It's and like it doesn't what? totally add up. No. <laughs> it's vague. And, it's and, vague. Yeah, and it's just kind of like man, I I like the ingredients or like the fundamental principle, but it's not meshing well right you're like jiving well yeah because um, you take like invasion of the body snatchers particularly the 1978 one where they have you know the people that take over their bodies it's like a real like they're kind of these kind of soulless pod uh, people yeah. pod people versions of themselves and you kind of get their what they're doing with with these doppelgangers they're just underground dwellers they're just underground dwellers who are kind of creepy and murderous and but also not, human like, what? it's vague what they're... Two bodies, one soul. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're like... One body, two souls? They represent <laughs> the shadow. But... The shadow. And they're like, Americans. Yeah, they never committed to anything in terms of heart. There was no heart in this film. It was like, what is this about? Like, there are hints of like, these people. these are people too. But like, I mean, and maybe that gets paid off. Maybe you could argue that gets paid off at the end. But like... There, there just is no. It's like, like, like you know. There, it's like there is no central character. There is no heart. They are fighting for nothing. That's why I, I feel mean, like it's an, it's a mindless action movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And to the point where, 
you're not you're not even really relishing these action setups. There's the part where the the daughter is told to run, and then the the doppelganger daughter is like getting ready to chase her. I'm ready for like a chase. Yeah. And the daughter just kind of jogs off, and then we cut to somebody else. <laughs> she jogs into frame, and then her doppelganger just kind of walks out in front of her. Like what? She's like cracking her knuckles and getting ready for to give chase, and then yeah. they forgot to put the chase in. Yeah, there's some weird directorial. Chase. And then, with the husband, he's out in the water. They do the, they establish the buoy, so we already saw the kid with the Jaws shirt on. We know there's going to be some Jaws action. I'm sitting I'm sitting there like, okay, let's get some buoy horror, and they don't even really do anything with it. And then when he kills the doppelganger, it's not even shot right. It's not. No, it's so, it's so confused. I was confused. Like yeah. no, what the motor kills him, right? The, yeah. mo- the, yeah. the motor yeah. needs to be hit to start, so he, he slams his it. own head oh, on the motor, and it sucks him down. The direction's weird. But That's if weird. if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do that, have him slam his head. It comes on. They lock eyes, and mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, Sorry, bro. get shot, motherfucker, or whatever. Because it's a fucking action movie at this point. <laughs> and then have him get sucked down. You don't even know what happens. Yeah, that well, should be confusing. That should be a part where the audience goes nuts. Because it's yeah. the first doppelganger that's killed. And it's kind of just brushed off. And then you cut away. Do you think uh, the audience... No, likewise, likewise. Moment number two like this. Um, you know, you, his friend is writing him about, well, you got the life jackets. Did you get the flare right. gun? He right. didn't get the yeah, flare gun. I was waiting for then, that. Yeah. boom. He raises the flare gun. He puts it to the monster's face, and he shoots it, and it just kind of goes off in a funny direction. That yes! should be like that. Yes! That is the. I mean, when you see the flare gun uh, in the in Act One, the flare gun is supposed to make you laugh. It's you yeah. know, it's Chekhov. The comedy was like the crowd wasn't was laughing here and there, but. But I don't know. Like, I don't think oh. the tension was there. The crowd the wasn't pumped. There, there no, was, no, I mean yeah. this is what's beautiful. I, I, I like, think so, we were all looking for tension or suspense or stakes. And you're right. Like there was nothing at stake. The laughs aren't suffused into what are supposed to be all of your most tense moments. It, it takes the air out of every moment where you should feel an overwhelming sense of dread. It feels like a real robbery of both the comedy and the tension in the movie. Because everything's there. Yeah. All the yeah. pieces are there. Yeah. It's just. It feels like the focus is just a few. Cl- off, yeah. like it needs a it it's needs another, another few passes. Or he's something. got producers, you know. Jason Blum is no slouch, and there were like three or four other credited producers, and I'm sure they're all got to be giving them their opinion on the script or like on certain scenes. But but when it's from the mind of Jordan Peele, you can't really you can't really tell. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how he operates, but you probably can't tell him too much because right. it's like trust me, right? But. There's just something broken about it's, it. It's half cooked. It's, it's, it's half like, cooked. It, it feels it's, totally half cooked. And like, just really like, like I love it when she's like, tether yourself to the coffee table. And I'm like, nothing scarier than to just tethering yourself to a coffee table, <laughs> which you could easily break. I mean, it was so was it ridiculous. Wicker, <laughs> they like show a shot of it, and you're like, why does she need the fire poker? Oh my god. Oh man, yeah. the, the lodge mistress, mistress is running hot tonight. Yeah, it, rubbing it, off on her. 
It did have my boy Tim Heidecker in it. I I, I loved him. Well, and then and then he kind of took me I, out of it though. I, he, 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 like there's I no way he sta- can't. I kept staring at all the there's fake no the yeah. fake tattoos, and I was like, dude, did you have to put that many tattoos on? Very like, distracting yeah. fake tattoos. Like, like yeah, it's so, so on the nose. Like it's so on the nose. He wasn't like, giving given anything of substance to say. And then when we meet his doppelganger. It's just so silly. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, what can is... we just talk? I mean, his, <laughs> what, why are you single? Why are you singling him out? The performance choices of the doppelgangers are ridiculous. They're silly. Yeah. They're yeah. goofy. Yeah. Winston Duke, the funniest guy in the movie, has the most sensible performance choices in his alternate role. And he's just, like everyone and else he's just is bellowing. Oh my god! He doesn't say a word. Which I guess I mean yeah. to me when it stopped being scary was when uh, Lupita doppelganger just starts explaining just everything explains in, slow, the whole in thing. slow motion. And then I'm like, well, I guess she's using a creepy voice, but I'm not scared now. <laughs> I know. Like yeah. I kind of get what what's going on, and now now what? And then the lazy scare crawling with the little boy. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just so lazy to have people crawl around. Like, I just... You don't like the crawling? It's so no. Billy from Glass. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's, let's, let's step back. What do we like about this? Come on. The Santa I, Cruz location, I thought, started off great. Very creepy. Yeah. But I kind of wish, like, like what I mentioned. Are, in the, are we staying in positive here? <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, try yeah, to yeah. say something positive. Yeah, it looked here. great. It looked uh. great. I thought it looked great. I thought that all the direction throughout was, even though it was kind of botched at times, like. I thought, you know, it if felt I were, it felt confident, like somebody yeah, if, was confident about it. I think he had he had a vision for disparate elements of the film, but they, like you know, as a whole, like they don't come together. But but he had he's like, I want these tunnels with these bunnies running around, and I want this. And Are that. we staying positive? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, yeah, you accomplished those visual elements. Well, Lodge Mistress, say something nice about this. Really nice. There was one shot Here in the go. film <laughs> that I did like, and it was when she was standing at the window, and I was like, God damn it. Why? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Let me just say this one thing, yeah, and then I'll positive. get to the good point. Oh, wait. Like, why is she delivering her monologue with her back to the camera? And then it paid off with that shot in the window where she's staring in the window, and That's it great. looked really scary, and really it looked good. really creepy, and yeah. I thought it was great. That was. That was solid. Okay. And then we can talk about the end now, right? Like, because I do think the reveal of her, you know, kind of coming out of the underground, I saw it coming from a mile away because there's points where she kills people earlier and she's kind of getting into that primal state. (sighs) Um, But that made me at least start to think about what these underground people were. I don't think I'm going to think a ton about it. I feel like that the twist where it turns out she was actually the chud. If if it was gonna do anything for me, it needed to happen like halfway through it, and yeah, then we, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then the terror is yeah. within yeah. the family. That would have been yes. really really scary, yeah, because then yeah. you don't know I, what's gonna happen. Yeah, as as an ending, I'm like, oh, I'm like, what, 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 <laughs> like, what am I to, do, what am I to do with that? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, am I supposed to imagine the terror now, and they've the chuds have taken over the world? Like, I don't know. It's it's a weird it's a weird note to end on, and we end on the shot of the human wall, going through the landscape. <laughs> Brother David, what did you think about the the summation of this? I mean, <laughs> I was left asking myself, 
you have anything what nice to underground say? facility made you know the number of red jumpsuits required to <laughs> spawn oh the yes. coast from sea to shining sea? Um, and they were crisp. They they looked good. They looked good. I don't. I mean, a lot of. I, a lot of the images and design elements, I think, independently are, are really strong. Sure. I mean, you know what they are? They're, they're enough, like, strong um, uh, patterns and design elements that to make up a really, really, really good trailer. That's and they correct. did it. The um, unfortunately, like ma- th- by the fifth time <laughs> someone brings up the number 1111, like... From Jeremiah. Fucking spare me. Um, yeah. I mean... I think that I, well, I think that what we have to also talk about though is that, that like what makes Get Out such a singular accomplishment is that it is so master it's so masterfully uses an excellently made horror movie to couch really 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 compelling themes. Right. Yes. And yes. there's no like the politic of this is so ambiguous. You have, to, you have to stretch so hard. The lack of thematic development was driving me crazy. I was just like, just do Find something. Yeah, I mean, you're wrapped up in the human story, you're wrapped up in the scares, and you're wrapped up in how all of those things build upon the, the kind of stated premises or themes of the movie. And the absence of that in, in this, I think, is the is the real weakness or the thing that I, I found most disappointing. Agreed. That's Agreed. the kryptonite. Are there any other things we need to discuss about the arc of this particular film? I have a positive. (laughs) Okay. Satisfying to see that first twin get taken out. Yes. Yeah, that that. was pretty abrupt. That that made me wince. And if the other kills had been set up better and paid off better and done with more relish, I would have enjoyed the initial dispatching of that family in its kind of just shocking wide shot from outside I would have enjoyed that more as it is I enjoyed it because I was just shocked and I felt something you know and I think it was the casualness of that kill that was so shocking Mm -hmm. but you just killed off four people at once (laughs) like you need to give us more to chew on you know if you're not going to set up the boat right or the running right like I don't know. It just it just felt like Well, yeah, I mean like such basic storytelling stuff like what are the rules? Are they stronger mm. than us? Are they faster than us? Like the yeah. s- really basic questions. And do they that, really think like you? Like yeah. that wasn't that was even, never established. Yeah. That wasn't fully explored. She says they they know what we're going to do, but it was kind of in the side like, "Oh yeah. Okay, I guess we should move then. Keep moving. Keep moving. And then they'll keep moving." Like there's so much, like you said, there's so much to delve into possibly there, but they just don't do it. So, again, it feels like a, an empty action movie, which is a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 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 Let's get to these motherfucking bones! I can feel it in the bones. Ooh, to start with. I'll go first. Oh, wow. A tribute. <laughs> a volunteer. Yes. So Santa Cruz boy. So, yeah, Santa Cruz. I, I wish there was more of it. I wish there was more, like, Santa Cruz B-roll of, like, the locals. <laughs> you know, I wish we would have... I wish we'd have shown the family coming from a different place, like, maybe Los Angeles, like, driving up to Santa Cruz to get there. There's a lot of weird people here, hun. And, you know, they meet their friends, Elizabeth Moss and Tim Heidecker, and maybe they, like, Tim and Elizabeth, they're like, hey, we saw you the other day, but you didn't say hi to us. And it's like, what are you talking about? And, like, 
I don't know. I wish like this movie was different in the sense that like <laughs> it wasn't home invasion, but there are like your doppelgangers in yeah. this weird town, and it's like related to some weird ancient myth. You're doing a live rewrite. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but like, I always like, love like, your live rewrites. Like, by the yeah, way. like what Lodge Mistress Millie was saying earlier. Like towards the end, like I was struggling because yeah, there was just not enough information. And what I was seeing wasn't wowing me, you know. I mean, like, it reminded me of this one home invasion movie that nobody likes. But, like, aesthetically, I was like, wow, it was trying for something, which was high tension. It's this French movie. People like high tension. Okay. But, yeah, it, what I mean is it's, like... It's it, disgusting. It is. It's, it's violent and gory. But, like, at least, like, the director had some long takes, had some suspenseful, like, setups where, like, you know, you, like, like will they or won't they get away? And in this... Yeah, you just, like, yeah, it was just, like, a fight to the death, and it seemed like they weren't going to kill anyone in the family, and they didn't. Um, so I give it one and a half bones. One and one yeah. half bones. Bishki's nodding his head. He's oh. nodding his head along. What's going on over here? Yeah, I was frustrated. Uh, I was like, when is this movie going to get going and mm. get into the, the meat and potatoes of these doppelgangers? You insultingly and- just... Brazenly walked to the bathroom during a quote unquote tense scene. Well, there wasn't a good time to go to the bathroom, and it it's called be- it's called before the when movie. I kind of realized the home invasion was just going to keep going and going, and I had to go to the bathroom ever since the doppelganger family showed up. I was like, I got to get out of here yeah. at some point. Yeah. And anyway, so you, did, the, you didn't miss much. I didn't miss much. I don't think. But yeah, Jordan Peele had just everything. I think he just. Maybe rushed it. I don't know. He just didn't have anything. Like he was. He was like. I feel like honestly. I feel like he was in Santa Cruz walking around and like was seeing people dressing up for Halloween. And he was like, "Man, it'd be really cool if I like made a movie with like a Halloween costume people could wear like every year." What could it be? And it's like, yeah, the jumpsuit with the sandals and the scissors and like a, a driving glove, you know. And mark my word, that's gonna be yeah, like the twenty. That's a, a good budget. That's like the Halloween 20, 2019 like iconic Halloween outfit with some scissors. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I was like, I mean, going into it, even though I said I was my temperature was high, I was like, I don't. I was like, I don't know if this guy can repeat himself with Get Out. I, it was just the hype is the hype is a dangerous beast. The hype is Oof. a dangerous beast, and uh, I'm gonna say the direction was still solid. I think he's got a lot of visual talent, and I think he's pretty good with actors. I think the performances were good with what he gave them, but some of the stuff that was coming out of their mouths was <laughs> not. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give it. I'll give it two bones. He's throwing it two. Um, you got two on it. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got two on it. On it, on it. Uh, we're gonna go into the back seat for Brother David. Yeah, I was thinking while Bisky was speaking. Um, that, I mean, there are so many moments that are are unshowy, like wonderful directorial moments that I, I feel like it's difficult to appreciate because of some of the storytelling problems and so, like kind of how deflated the movie feels so early on. But like that shot of Lupita Nyong'o like in the background and in the foreground when the big exposition unload happens, mm-hmm. like think about how wonderful that would have been if, if you the information you were receiving was interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was but, a great shot. Um, yeah, I wait. So I haven't, I, 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 I haven't been on the show before. It, f- four bones is high. Four bones, four bones is, is very low. High. Four bones is all yeah. the way. So, uh, that's all the way. Two. 
Two bones. Two bones. Two bones. How does it feel to have dropped your first bones? <laughs> I mean, fine. I. <laughs> That's good. That's how it should feel. Lodge Mistress Millie, I, I sense a neutron bomb about to explode. <laughs> I know. I will tell you this. The scariest thing was the ride down in the elevator to P level <laughs> by far after all the evening. movie. Damn. After Oof. the evening. She's not scared. But, she ain't never scared. But I still will give it I'll give it a I'll give it a half bone for horror. Whoa, Roger Ebert Memorial half bone. No, 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 but I'm not finished. Oh, oh, okay. Plus I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Plus one but I have to give it two bones. I don't want to give it two bones, but it was a horror movie that Whoa. was in the realm of horror movies, still decent to watch, even though I was bored out of my mind. Whoa. I have to give it two bones. I don't know what to make. I don't know what to make of that, Ray. That is beguiling. I just... That is discordant. beguiling. It's yes. only because this is my favorite genre, and I know there's a lot of trash, and I wouldn't call this movie True. trash. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. must, we must be married, because I'm going through the same internal tempest <laughs> that you are. It's not a sequel. It's not a prequel. It's not a remake. It's not a reboot. It's an original movie that has some very strange elements, some very memorable images. I guess there's going to be some moments that I think about. I'm going to think about Tim Heidecker just kind of walking around going, Hey! Ah, um, I think I'm going to focus on the things that you shouldn't really focus on in a quote-unquote terrifying horror film. But, oh, I don't know. It's tough. If I dip below two, it feels wrong to me. If I stay at two, it feels wrong to me. So I kind of want to give it a bone and three quarters, but sure. I can't do I can't. No. I cannot do no, that. I can't do that. I will, I will. Gene Siskel Memorial, three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I will be banned from my own podcast if I do that. So... In the spirit of encouraging originality and original stories in the horror genre, even though it's basically an action movie, I'm also going to give it two bones, but I feel conflicted about it. I feel conflicted about it. Mm -hmm. I wish the tempest of which you just spoke was a tempest in Catherine Keener's teacup. <sighs> I was just thinking, do you Those think he's the building like a cinematic universe? Do you think the Get Out universe and the and the Us universe is gonna like get out us? Yeah. What do you what do we make of the ninety five percent Rotten Tomatoes score? Is it just uh. is it just Get Out clout yes. that he's riding yes. on? Yeah, it's gotta yeah. be. And I yeah. think it's it's the same dilemma where it's like you want to encourage this kind of stuff because it's dying. Mm-hmm. It's dying at the theater. Like, like we're going to see Pet Cemetery in a few. We're weeks. going to see a Pet Cemetery remake that they show you the whole thing in the trailer. Like, things are dying, and this is, it's it's tainted water, but it's water for for the plants. So, <laughs> yeah. I think the critics are 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 in a spot. They're in a tough spot. And did you see what the audience score will be? The audience score is going to be interesting because they it, take no prisoners. It makes yeah. me want to try to crack the concept of a doppelganger movie because <laughs> because growing up in high school, I remember hearing a tall tale that my doppelganger lived in like my area, like in North Hollywood. Like mm-hmm. they always said your doppelganger lives close to you because people that you know will mistake you for them and it'll like lead to misunderstandings or something. And I thought like, wow, that's interesting. And then like in Time Cop, 
when they go back in time, you know, Ron Silver's like, don't touch me, man, because if we touch each other, like, then it makes the, the, the space-time continuum collapse. Well, but you, you know what makes it especially delicious, Lucas, is that Bishke and I have often referred to Brother David as your doppelganger. <laughs> so your doppelganger might be closer than you yeah, assume. I mean, you oh, don't know. touch me! We're sitting next to each other! I don't mean to go after your, you know, your cushy Santa Cruz upbringing, <laughs> but it is true, actually, that, well, you grew up in Santa Cruz. I grew up in an underground bunny bunker. <laughs> So there is something to that doppelganger theory. Just a little something. You know, I've always wanted to grow a mustache. I just can't. <laughs> well, we'll figure out how to do that uh, in, in the meantime. Uh, yeah, we'll see what the audiences do with this. There's a, There was the definition of a smattering of applause after this movie. Mm-hmm. That, yes. It was a just a little whisper of a smatter. <laughs> and I... I don't know. And the crowd was ready. There, there the were crowd people, was ready. There were people going, whoop, whoop, right at the beginning. This was like, a full yeah. theater. Yes. There was a guy sitting next to me who told another guy to turn his phone off and that he was an asshole, like, to yeah. his face. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I hope, think I hope they don't scared get me the fight. most. Yeah. I hope oh, they don't that fight. was the scariest part for you? I was oh. thinking if they, if they fight, man. Who uh, psyched for Ma? Yeah. <laughs> Ma. That was the revelation. Octavia we, Spencer. We are going to Ma opening night. Oh, wow. Uh, Brother David, hopefully you can just yes. fly back in or yes. live here by then. Man. I'll do my best. They and, should call uh, it like Cray Cray Ma or something. You need to, anybody listening to this, watch out for Ma and get it hot and get it early. They should yeah. call it like Ma's Ma or something. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, good. yeah, Brother David, thank you for debuting on the podcast it's, tonight. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thank you, David. Thank and you for taking me to Prime. <laughs> See, we, you got primed. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you will make your move permanent and we can have you on multiple times, take you on multiple prime adventures. But, yeah, that's us, y'all. This is us. There is us. There us. Love and light, Love y'all. Light. <laughs> I recognize that smile. Our winter was oh so cold. You wore your mysterious clothes. No careless words were said We spoke with eyes instead We looked into each other like long lost friends Then you ran away And I never heard You had a summer heart You said the eyes but you would not be You know these homeless.